Welcome to the Strange Horizons podcast for April 22nd, 2013. I'm your host and fearless leader, Anaya Lay. This week, we're presenting our poetry. First up, we have Tattertongue, written and read by Jen Grunigan. Jen is an eater of words, sound, sauerkraut, and other fermented things. She drums for the Cascadian folk metal band Moss of Moonlight, and as well as the Hobbit metal band Gundabad. For weekly ekphrastic poems and other curiosities, you can visit her website slash blog at jengrunigan.com. That's J-E-N-N-G-R-U-N-I-G-E-N.com. Next, we have The Monster Learns How to Read by Brian D. Dietrich, read by Chiro Faenza. Brian is the author of six books of poems, The Monstrance, The Assumption, Prime Directive, Lovecraft, Universal Monsters, and Krypton Knights. His poetry has appeared in The New Yorker, The Nation, Asimov's, Weird Tales, Poetry, Plowshares, and many other journals. Winner of the Paris Review Prize and The Nation Award, Brian is professor of English at Newman University. He can be reached at kryptonites at yahoo.com. That's K-R-Y-P-T-O-N-N-I-G-H-T-S at yahoo.com and his website www.brandietrich.com Following that, we have The Mutant Forests of Mars by Robert Frazier, read by Julia Rios. Robert is the author of eight previous books of poetry and a three-time winner of the Reisling Award for Poetry. He has won an Asimov's Reader Award and been on the final ballot for a Nebula Award for Fiction. His books include Perception Barriers, The Daily Chernobyl, and Phantom Navigation. His 2002 poem, A Crash Course in Lemon Physics, was nominated for a Pushcart Prize. Recent works have appeared in Asimov Science Fiction, Dreams and Nightmares, and Strange Horizons. His long poem, Wreck Diving the Starship, was a runner-up for the 2011 Rising Award. He can be reached by email at raf at nantucket.net. Last but not least, we have Three Visions Seen from Upside Down, written and read by Alexandra Seidel. Alexandra has been drunk on the meat of poetry for some time now. She also writes other things, but really, she prefers being in the thrall of verse, her tongue loaned to gods and goddesses, norns and other creatures, not strictly speaking real. Her poems have appeared in Mythic Delirium, Goblin Fruit, Stone Telling, and elsewhere. She edits poetry for Nightblade and the soon-to-launch Lakeside Circus. You can follow her on Twitter, at AlexaSeidel, at a-L-E-X-A underscore S-E-I-D-E-L or read her blog www.tigerinthematchstickbox.blogspot.com Now, settle in. Let's begin. Tattertongue by Jen Grunigan Where have you been, Tattertongue? Lying with pelvis and ribcage, wanting want, 
old, old. Reading the mouth for sugared ginger or blood sausage. Why did you leave? There's a forest of snapping saplings, old, old. What did you find? The vertebrae, they were chopped. What did you do? Caught a horse, boiled its hooves. What did you taste? Only bones and marrow dust. Why dangle from a noose of nettle for so long? A mayfly in amber, old, old, but how old? Honey dripped in Loki's gaze. What did you eat? Numbers, numbers, old, old. What did you eat? Numbers, numbers, old, old. What did you see? Birch bark, ribs. Did you cry? Salt cod. Where did you sleep? What did you drink? What did you eat? What did you eat? Numbers, numb. Why did you return? A fiddlehead's coiled in candlefish oil. Where's your tongue? Sealed in a jar of black mead. The Monster Learns How to Read by Brian D. Dietrich Byron, that pouting beast, he could take or leave. Wordsworth, he could only pronounce him worried. Too often the last part came out warts. And Keats, well, who survives Keats? Now Coleridge, on the other hand, and though neither quite matched, he did have another. Coleridge was chewy, at least as long as the poems had demons, something likely, in them. Still, Shelley seemed dead on. He had an eye for it, death, for knowing what chains meant and fairies and fire. And the skylark, so high, cold, and far away, though he'd never seen one, the skylark he knew he would know when he ate one. Slowly, sucking the soft parts clean from the spine. The Mutant Forests of Mars by Robert Fraser. In the shuttered enclaves of the overrun Americas, where green carries a stigma of the purely untouchable, they whisper of the frog spirit's moon-faced countenance. Beside the snow-crusted Scandinavian valley roads, where only the most agile or artful dare to tread, it's wolf blood and fenrir lines that chill the bone. Across the silvery dusts of the sea of tranquility, where the horizon is marred by compressor towers, the lunar faithful give thanks for their sterile isolation. Every culture, every ecosystem, Every tongue touched by the extensive reach of mutation has a blasphemous name for this agent of change. But on the terraformed red dirt plains of Mars, historical references are lost on the colonists. 
They snort and sneer at such literate romanticism. They consider it more a bioagent of inevitability, born from rainforests bred in wild profusion. It's stowed away on every sunship and shuttle. From behind the pearly sheen of energy shields, the new Martians call it simply the God Trait. Deepest sleeper in our evolving genomics. West of the Olympus Mons volcanic cone, water ices reacted with lava flows to create the cobwebbed networks of Amazonas Planitia. The newly populated flats and crags teem with barely recognizable variants on an earthly scourge. Semi-sentient kudzu with meristem brain bulbs. And the vast reiterations of the gargantua trees cast long shadows over the layers of red duendes, neon toucans, ghost lemurs, necrophyta moths. Here, the resilient inhabitants, the Schiaparellites, push back these aggressive advances of untrue biota, and too fight the psychoactive ravages of Pavanine. They consult the first mystics and forest explorers. They consult the Book of Jenna for any slight clue to the origins and evolutions of what they become. With a stoic ear attuned to the great green voice, they await the corruption's disarmingly hot embrace, and their impending ascension toward the unknown, toward the unholy annexation of all human forms. Three Visions Seen from Upside Down by Alexandra Seidel Nobody speaks to me. I hear no voices. There is no sound. 1. Nobody speaks when the carts are shuffled, drawn and read like the insights of a cut-open bird. Ay, she has one nor an eye hidden behind simple truth, and you cannot but hold your breath and wonder at the sharpness of her spread, the exact lines of cart upon cart, the relentless abacus of fate. 2. She is unhearing, the sheep, her wool beasts, could call to her in pain for tender beast affection, and still she would not hear, couldn't. But she has one norn eye, and it does never sleep. At night it sees the wool dreams of her sheep. And in the morning she will know if the wool is good, if the wool is ready, to become a sheer thread. 3. Nobody hears her when she enters a room to polish the silver, wipe dirt away clean child breath off the window glass. Her hands are the toughest. Of course she has one nor an eye. Unblinking it sees everything. Smudges and wrinkles, a clock that wants winding, a wrinkle in the tablecloth of snow, and the room all edges when she's gone. Nobody speaks to me. I hear no voices, and there is no sound. Just these three, with their water bucket and weaver eyes and sharp ropes pulling my ankles, and wild bark above wilder roots, and my one eye forced wide open as they measure and cut. Welcome back. If you liked any of those poems, you should go to the website and check them out where you can read the text. 
then leave a comment. Let us know what you thought, either on the poems themselves or on this week's podcast. While you're there, you can look at the rest of the content we have up this week. We have two articles. The first, Noticing Language, an interview with Rose Lemberg by Julia Rios. And the second, The 2012 SF Count by Neil Harrison. We've also got a column, Loving the Alien, David Bowie's History of Science Fiction Film by Genevieve Valentine. One last note before you go. Strange Horizons is an entirely volunteer organization supported by donations from our fans and community. If you would like to support us, check out the donate link on our website. That's all for this week. Until next time, stay strange.